Welcome to Recloseted Radio, the top-rated podcast for slow fashion founders. Whether you're thinking about launching a slow fashion brand, scaling an existing sustainable apparel company, or looking to make a brand more environmentally friendly, we have you covered. I'm your host, Selena Ho, and each week I'm sharing my proven strategies or interviewing industry experts. Without any further ado, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Recloseted Radio. After working with so many slow fashion founders over the years, I have rounded up some of the most common rookie mistakes that I've seen, and I wanted to share them with you today so that you can be aware of these mistakes and hopefully not make them. I'm going to share five of these rookie mistakes today, and let's kick things off with the first one. The first rookie mistake I see a lot of slow fashion founders make is not putting their customer first. And what I mean by that is a lot of creatives and a lot of designers will lock themselves in their room and design their product that they're really inspired by and they've really fallen in love with. And then at no point do they validate the product or get their target consumer to weigh in on it. And then when they're done the product and they've produced it and they're now selling it, there's crickets because they haven't put their customer first. Instead, they've taken a design-first approach and really fallen in love with the product they're building. And then that's really dangerous because you haven't validated your product and you don't know how it's going to do. And you've just spent all this time and energy on it and potentially put so much into production as well. To avoid this costly mistake, you need to put your customer first. And I talk about this all the time. If you've been to any of our master classes or if you listen to previous episodes of this podcast or you work with us as a client, but the first thing you need to do is put your customers first. And what that looks like is really getting crystal clear on who your ideal customer is going to be and really doing market research around what he or she needs, what he or she struggles with, what are their challenges, and getting really clear on that so that you can produce something that they really need and they're going to buy from you because they're really excited about it. It's really important to do that market research to identify who your ideal customer is, what they're struggling with, and know them inside and out so that you can produce the best products, the best designs, and the best collections for them. And then when it comes to actually making the product, I always tell our clients to almost co-create those with their customer. So you always want to be getting feedback. You always want to be listening to them to see what they need. And always make sure you validate your product before you go into production because you do not want to be spending tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars in production if you don't know if it's going to sell because that is an extremely risky business move and you could be out a lot of money if things don't take off. So you always want to make sure you validate your product. Again, the first rookie mistake is not putting their customers first and not doing the market research not validating their product. And I really want to make sure that you do this and you take it really seriously. And even if you've launched your brand already, this is something you should continually do for every single collection you put out and every new design you do. Because this is not a one and done thing. You can always understand your target consumer better. 
you can always serve your target consumer better as well. So don't think that if you've done it once, you're done. You need to continue to go back to the drawing board and always revisit how you can better serve your customers. The second rookie mistake I always see is founders sticking their head in the sand when it comes to their numbers and not knowing what's going on intimately inside and out. It's really important, especially as you're starting out, you know exactly what your product margins are. So how much are you going to be able to get from every single product in terms of revenue? How much every single product is costing you in terms of how much is the production? How much are the materials? How much is the packaging? And then you need to know how much your profit margin is. So for every single product, how much are you making? And then for your business overall, we actually just did this exercise in December, but you need to know what your monthly minimum spend is. And what that means is every single month, how much money are you spending to keep the lights on in your business? How much money are you paying for any contractors or any part-time or full-time employees? How much money are you paying an office rent? All of that stuff, you need to know what your minimum monthly spend is. And then that way you can see how much runway you have or how much money you have saved in the bank. And when it comes to runway, that's just essentially how many months of savings you have saved up. So even if you don't have sales for a whole month or for two months, are you going to be okay? And if you know your minimum monthly spend, for example, is $1,000, let's say, And if you have $5,000 in your business bank account, then you basically have five months worth of runway, which is great. So even if you don't have sales for five months, you can still keep the lights on. That's a really important gauge to have. So I encourage you to look at your minimum monthly spend if you haven't already, and then take a look at your savings and figure out how much runway you have, because that'll be really important as you're running your business. It's always important to get a gauge on that figure. And then if you need additional funding in your business, especially if you're not getting a lot of sales right now because of COVID, then you need to know what your funding mechanisms are. So how are you going to get additional money into your business beyond just product sales? That's so important to know. And if you haven't sat down and really thought about it, I encourage you to do so and just get really, really, really knowledgeable about the numbers in your business. You should be reviewing your numbers at least once a month, if not every single week. This is definitely something that I know a lot of slow fashion founders shy away from. But once you hire a bookkeeper or once you hire an accountant, they should be able to do monthly reviews with you at the bare minimum so that you know for that month how much money you made, how much you spent, and then how much you have left over. So in other words, your revenue your expenses, and your profit. And that's kind of the bare bone minimums that I want you to be looking at every single month so that you know like, okay, was this month good? Did we make a lot of sales? Did we spend too much? And then when you're moving into the next month, you can think about, okay, if we need more sales this month, how can we really amp that up? Or if you spent too much last month, then you may want to think about how you can cost cut for this upcoming month. Right, So it's really important to have that baseline and know that data. So I really want to challenge you to review that at least once a month, if not every single week, so that you just know month to date where you're at and you get a gauge. 
Another rookie mistake I commonly see is a bunch of marketing mishaps. And I have a marketing background, so this is definitely something I am the strongest in. But it's always painful to watch a lot of these slow fashion founders make these marketing mistakes. And I'll just give you a few of them right now. But the first one is the fact that it takes time to build a community. So you want to be starting as soon as possible. If you're a brand that's just starting out and you're thinking that you're going to start your Instagram or your email list a month before launch, I highly encourage you to rethink that because it takes months to build up a community, have them be engaged and have them be loyal followers. And by the time you launch, you want to be launching to an already warm and already built up community so that you can have sales right from the get go. And that's something we teach in our Conscious Label Launcher program. But you want to be building your community at least, I would say, three to six months out. And I know a lot of slow fashion founders, when they hear that, they're like, okay, but Selena, I don't have anything to talk about. Like, I don't have products yet, and I don't want to be promoting just sketches. And that's not the point, right? Like, if you're a slow fashion brand and you think about your content pillars, and maybe one of your content pillars is education about the slow fashion industry, maybe that's what you do first. You educate your community on slow fashion, why it's important, and you don't sell them anything. And I think that's the key when you're building a community. Like, if you first build your community and you're not selling them things, it will grow organically quite quickly. And then you can layer in your products later when you have those samples or when you have the launch, right? So I think you always want to take the time to build your community and you always want to start sooner rather than later. The next rookie marketing mistake I see is brands trying to do every single marketing platform under the sun and really spreading themselves thin. And I always tell clients and we tell people that participate in our CLL program to only focus on two to three platforms. Because especially as you're just starting out and especially when your teams are really, really small and you don't have potentially a full-time marketing person and it's just you, you want to make sure you're really nailing home two to three platforms and you can really focus and grow those. And don't get shiny object syndrome. So the next time another platform blows up like TikTok or something like that, if your ideal customer is not on there, then do not try to start that up because you always want to make sure that you have the bandwidth to do platforms really well if you're going to be on it. So make sure you're focusing on two to three. And I'm not going to tell you which two to three you should focus on because at the end of the day, it's going to vary for every single brand based on who your target consumer is and where he or she likes to consume their media because you need to be where they are so I can't tell you but for example if you want to do Instagram and you want to do Pinterest because you're a wedding brand then those could be the two platforms you focus on. Another rookie marketing mistake I see is not doing email marketing and the reason why this is really dangerous is because for social media platforms if you think about it that is borrowed real estate You are essentially trying to get the attention of people on this platform and you don't own the data. Like, yes, they follow you, but you're at the beck and call of Instagram's algorithm or Facebook's algorithm or Pinterest's algorithm, right? And that can change on a whim. So to protect yourself, you always want to try to gather that customer data and the customer data that you can gather the most and that is yours and that you can control 
tends to be emails, right? So you can get their email address, you can send them an email, and yes, sometimes it might go into their spam or promotions folder, but at the end of the day, you know it's going to be delivered versus for Instagram, if you do a post, they're now only showing it to about 10% of your audience. So it's really important to build up your email list. And then the fourth rookie mistake that I see a lot of slow fashion founders making is being stubborn and not asking for help when they need it. I think a lot of slow fashion founders think that they have to go at this alone or they want to save money and not invest in mentorship or programs and learning. However, a lot of headaches, a lot of overwhelm and expensive mistakes can be easily avoided if slow fashion founders just asked for help and got the support that they needed. Don't be shy to leverage your connections. Don't be shy to invest in programs and mentors because it really will pay off. And I always say that if you can learn from other people's knowledge or other people's mistakes and not have to go through those painful processes yourself, it puts you so much more ahead. To really show you what I mean, I'm going to tell you a story. So about two years ago, there were two founders that initially wanted to work with us, but then after talking to them, they decided that they didn't want to make the financial investment. So they decided to go at it themselves and they were going to Google for answers and utilize free resources and build their business that way because they wanted to be scrappy and they felt like they could do it on their own. One and a half years went by and they were building their business, they were chipping away at it, and they finally launched after one and a half years. And upon launching, they had no sales. There were complete crickets. And at that point, they were so fed up, they were so burnt out, and they just didn't know what to do anymore. So they came back to us, they decided to work with us and that they were ready to invest in the expert knowledge and strategies to get there quicker. And in our first meeting with them, after we reviewed their business plan and all of their sales and all of the things that they've been working on for the past one and a half years, we ended up changing their entire business model and we ended up making them go back to square one because they hadn't done things properly and there was no foundation there. And we had to redo everything for them. And it was really painful to see that because if they had only started with us one and a half years ago from the get-go, they would have built the proper foundation from the start and been well on their way to scaling one and a half years later, right? And they wouldn't be so burnt out and they wouldn't be so overwhelmed and stressed out all the time. After we changed everything and we made them go through all the foundational pieces again, they were able to relaunch in six months and they made $5,000 on their first day upon launching. And that just really shows that if you have the right foundation from the start, it can really be a game changer for you and your business. And for those two founders, they couldn't believe it, right? Because it was insane to go from working on your own for one and a half years, Googling for answers, and then when you finally launch, no sales, to switch to working with us, getting the support, and then first day upon launch, making five grand. Like that's a huge 180 pivot. And they told us straight up that they really wish that they would have saved that one and a half years and started with us from the beginning because they would have saved a ton of time 
a ton of headaches, a ton of financial investments that went awry, and they would have made more money if they did that. The reason I'm telling you all of this is just not to be stubborn. Ask for the help so that you can really accelerate your progress and your success. You do not have to go at this alone and you do not need to be building your business, Googling for hours on end and building it on unfounded principles. You need to get the right knowledge from the start so that you can be successful in the long run and you have the right foundation for a business that can properly scale. And the last rookie mistake I wanted to talk about is not creating a support system. Being an entrepreneur can be lonely. I've talked about this before on the podcast and people that have come on and I've interviewed have also said the same thing. So you want to make sure that you have other founders that you're regularly talking to, bouncing ideas off of, and learning from. In addition to that, you also need mentors in your life that will help you and teach you so that you can continue to up-level, get to that next level, and avoid costly mistakes. Over the years, we've worked with so many slow fashion founders and after seeing them make the same mistakes again and again, which are not putting their customers first, sticking their head in the sand when it comes to their numbers and not really knowing what's going on in their business, doing a bunch of marketing mistakes that I overviewed, being stubborn and not asking for help, and not having the right support system, we knew that we had to do something about it because so many of these slow fashion founders are making the same mistakes over and over again, and we just really were sick of seeing it, and we really wanted to help. And that's when we created the Conscious Label Launcher. Our six-month comprehensive program that takes slow fashion founders from idea to successful launch. This program has all the knowledge and strategies you need to successfully create the slow fashion brand of your dreams. We will teach you how to identify your ideal customer, how to properly validate your product, how to produce your product ethically and also consciously because we have a database of mills and production facilities you can choose from, how to get intimately aware of your financials and how to get additional funding if you need to, and then we give you all of our launch marketing strategies that work as well as generally marketing strategies. And all of this is covered in a step-by-step easily executable process. In addition to learning all of this content, we support you so you will get direct mentorship from me. I do bi-weekly live training sessions with all the cohort participants. Plus, our team leads bi-weekly accountability group meetings with the other founders in the program so that you can be supported by others as well. And then on top of that, we have a private Slack community to ask questions. So instead of Googling for hours on end, you can stay updated and connect with each other on that Slack community. The brands that have gone through this program have been able to successfully launch the brand after six months versus the previous brand I talked about that wasted one and a half years of their life trying to figure it out. And these brands have built such a strong business foundation that allows them to have not only a successful launch, but be able to scale and grow beyond that too. If you want more information on CLL, click the link in the show notes or visit recloseted.com launch. We only open doors to CLL twice a year, so don't snooze. Enrollment's going to close on January 29th, so if you have any questions, be sure to send us a DM or email us at hey at recloseted.com. 
that was today's episode. If you enjoyed it and you took a lot out of it, it would be greatly appreciated if you could take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, and tag us at Recloseted. Additionally, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe because new episodes will be automatically downloaded. And it also helps us as well to continue to provide this podcast for free to you and continue to share all of these valuable resources. If you haven't already, also make sure you rate Recloseted 5 stars if you think we deserve it and write a positive review. That really helps us as well. And we will see you again next week. And in the meantime, together, let's write the harmful fashion industry.